Hey everyone, welcome back to Tiny Green Chats. I am your host, Kate DeLeon, and I am back with my co-host, Jazz Jackson. Today we are so excited to welcome the very talented singer-songwriter, Rosie Crane, with us on TGC. Rosie's single, Orange Skies, is a very moving and powerful ballad that is inspired by the California wildfires. Rosie, thank you so much for coming to speak with us today. We are so excited to have you. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. So today we're going to talk a little bit about the California wildfires and Rosie's personal experience with them. So according to the New York Times, last year or 2020 was a record-breaking year with more than 2 million acres burned in the state. California has been having these wildfires since 1932, but in the past two decades alone, there have been more than 10 of the largest fires in the state, which is really concerning. These fires can be seen as a direct correlation with climate change and how fast our atmosphere is changing as a result of the greenhouse gas emissions, along with effects that from some things that we do as humans in our everyday lives that we may not even realize. So in terms of California's climate, California has a very long dry period or dry season. So basically what that means is the moisture from the winter or fall is all evaporated and everything is dried out by the time spring or summer comes. Then the smallest thing can serve as kindling to start these wildfires, like something as small as a gender reveal party or things laying on the ground, and it just keeps spreading along other things on the ground until it results in this catastrophic wildfire. But it's just one thing for me to talk about it. We have Rosie here to talk about her personal experiences with the wildfires. All right, so we really wanted to get into um, just like the song says, so, uh, or well, we wanted to get into um, the headspace for what the how the song was created. So for those, again, that don't know about the California wildfires because they weren't there and what it was like, you know, um, could you see the fires like from your windows and uh, like what was the general headspace when you were there? Like, how was that experience? Yeah, so I actually, so I'm from San Francisco originally and then I live in Los Angeles, but just by chance, I was in New York because my brother and his wife had a baby. So I was in New York for like a few months um, and and my parents were back in San Francisco and they were sending me photos of like through the child, my like childhood bedroom window. And the skies were just like literally orange. I'm sure you saw some of the photos. It just was so haunting. And it wasn't like some, you know, newspaper cover photo. It was just like my mom taking a photo on her phone of through our windows that I grew up looking out of. And the sky was um, just like literally orange. It looked totally apocalyptic and wrong and really scary. And I had actually already written the song um, the year before. It was like, I guess, like a, basically a year ago, like December of 2018 um, or 2019 in LA during the fires in LA, which were awful here that year. And I, I, I fortunately didn't like see any flames like right by me, but the skies were super smoky. And I walked to my friend's house to write a song and this, like, I couldn't, like the air was awful. It was like, you know, it was just spooky. It just felt horrible. So we wrote this song um, about, you know, orange skies. And then when these photos came out like a year later of like, insanely orange skies, even worse. Um, I just texted the president of my label. I was like, can we just put this out? It's just, we need to and try and raise some money. Um, and so we, we really just, we just put the demo out just to try and, um, you know, get just a little bit of attention and a little bit of money to help something, you know, really, really awful and scary and personal. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I can't even imagine because I live in New York. So I've basically only seen it through like videos and like pictures and stuff. So and yeah, and I've, I've never really actually been I've been to California maybe once, but we were in San Diego. So I don't really know if that part was touched as much. I don't know, actually. I, 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 I don't know. I think this year it was really in Northern California was where mm-hmm. the worst of it was, at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Colorado also had it terrible this year. Yeah, my grandparents' yeah. Uh, house in Calistoga was, like, right on the line of the fire. Calistoga is, like, Napa Valley, Northern California. And what my uncle and my parents told me is that the firefighters were, like, on the property. And that's where they stopped the flames. It was, like, just right up to my to my grandparents' house. And I had a friend in uh, Santa Barbara lose his whole house, completely burned to the ground. So, I mean, obviously I am, was very lucky because there's just a ton of examples of people losing everything, you know, and, and people, losing people in their lives. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And one question, like, is this like, I, I hear um, of it all the time, but are they like sporadic? Do they happen all the time? Um, wildfires or is it kind of like there's this one big wildfire that happens every so often like how I mean I'm not an expert on it but I think it's like seasonal so I think there's like a wildfire season which is when it's been dry for a really long time I think usually I think it ends up being like usually more into like the fall or winter because that's when it's been really dry before the rain season comes is my understanding but then it's getting like earlier and earlier which they think is probably climate change you know it's just like it's we have less water it's getting hotter you know so it's easier for this for it to start so it's happening more frequently um and earlier i think than it used to so i just want to talk a little bit about your song so there was like a particular moment in the beginning it starts off like really happy i feel and uh just the basically like stories of, like things that were happening then you get to like the climax where there's like a change of mood from the first verse where you actually begin to mention the fires and then it ends on like the sad note of like saying goodbye something like greatest love you had you should have held on tight or like baby take one last good look at orange skies and now there's nothing you can do so we're just wondering how the storytelling process was and like what message you were trying to convey yeah well I think what I wanted to do was try and make it really personal because I think like you said like if you're not in California and if you don't know somebody who's going through it, you, it seems like so distant, like it almost seems like a movie because it's so ridiculous to think of these flames coming through and destroying like these videos during the LA fires when I wrote the song of like the flames coming right against the 405 freeway, which is like right there. And it was just, it seems like a movie. It seems like too ridiculous. And so I think that makes it harder almost to believe in a way because it's so extreme and horrible. So what I wanted to do was try and make it feel like more personal because the thing is it is actually really personal and climate change in general is really personal. It's not just this like thing happening to forests and polar bears. I mean, it is happening to those things, but it's also happening to us. And it's it's what it's threatening. You know, people say like, it's threatening the environment. Like, yeah, but that means us. Like that means our lives. It means our homes. It means our friends. It means like our air. It's not this... It's not like, oh, it's so sad. Like the oceans aren't going to like have as many fish. It's like, it's not that simple. It's like, no, this ecosystem is fragile. And if, if one thing falls, it all falls. So I just tried to make it really personal in the verses. And all those are little stories, like you said, like they're little moments from my life in California. So it's like, 
like summer of gardenias when I was 15 my first boyfriend on my birthday brought me all these gardenias and like that was just a random memory I just was throwing that in and then we drove to the ocean and that second verse it's like the water was too freezing we all got high I'm like picturing myself in high school and we're just like it's too cold let's just get high and then and um and like Laurel Canyon nights when I moved to LA and my first like Hollywood parties. Like I'm just trying to paint these little tiny stories, not really like like particularly significant moments, just little moments that we cherish from our life to be like, during that time, climate change has been brewing in the background and growing and threatening those very things that we love. Just like going, you know, your house being safe, like, the, if you live on the water, not, not being underwater, you know, like really basic things that we take for granted to show that climate change is threatening all the stuff that we love, just our whole life is what it's threatening. So I was just trying to make it feel intimate. Um, and then you're right, there's that like scene change in the bridge. It's like, ooh, it's getting warmer. And it's like, gets kind of spooky. And mm -hmm. that's, you know, we also wanted to highlight like the intensity and like the it's scary, you know, like flames. It's like that's not a that's a scary, scary image. And we tried to capture that a little bit in that in that other section. Yeah, like it's like a wake up, like it's in your face now. That's exactly like how I felt when I was like, oh, okay, she's letting y'all know. And. <laughs> 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 um, one of the um, things here at Tiny Green Chats is that um, we're all about understanding perspectives um, about impacts on the environment, which you just gave us. Um, and then being from Cali, what shifts in sustainable practices, if you've seen any, that are catching on in some states? Um, and that could be in any regard. Yeah, um, man, I don't know. I think, I do think, like I'm from the Bay Area, which is like a traditionally like really liberal place and kind of like eco-friendly. So I grew up very aware of climate change. Like I, I always knew it existed and I always believed in it. And it was like, if you didn't believe in climate change, like that wasn't okay where I'm from. Almost, almost to an extreme. Like it's, our environmentalism is, is like, it's almost, I mean, I say this both and it's a good thing, but it was like almost like a religion. Like it's in the Bay area, everybody's an environmentalist. I mean, at least from, no, I shouldn't say that. It depends on where you're from in the Bay Area, but I went to high school in Marin County and that it's like people are environmentalists. I don't think the rest of the country reflected that at the time. And I still don't think it's the same, but um, but I do think like I hear it more in the conversation, like even President Trump, even though he's lying when he is in the debate, he is saying like he's trying to pretend like he's doing stuff for the environment. I don't know if I'm allowed to the, that's, yeah. <laughs> he even I was surprised I watched the debates and even he's like claiming to have done good for the environment which is not true but the fact that he cares to say it must mean that people like I from I remember Sarah Palin it was like drill baby drill it was like she wasn't even trying to pretend like she cared about the environment but now it seems like even Republicans seem to have some concern so I that gives me some hope because it seems like at least everyone like I think enough people are starting to get affected because if it's not fires, maybe it's floods or maybe it's hurricanes or maybe it's like landslides. Like there's all sorts of ways that climate change can can ruin a home, you know, and, and kill somebody. So I do think that it's touching more people um, and hopefully Marin County, like I was saying, where I spent a lot of my time in high school, you know, there were, it's 
uh, it was always in the conversation, but I'm not sure it was as really clear in the practice. Like, I'm not sure people really walked the talk as much. And I, and I think now, hopefully, there's, there's more focus on, like, like, considering sustainability when you make decisions in the car you drive, in the stuff you buy, in the bags you use, you know, whatever. But in terms of like really moving the needle, I feel like we need to do like, it needs to be like major. Like it's, we can't, yes, everybody should try and live their lives sustainably, but really it's like, we gotta like make major changes. Like the biggest corporations and in in every country in the world has to sign on. It's like, it, this is a global issue. So you, you, the three of us like not using plastic cups anymore, like that's great and everyone should do that. But I think it needs to be more of like a national and like global conversation it can't fall on just everyday people to to stop this it's not possible it needs to be like the government taking charge over a massive issue and again i'm like not an expert i'm really just sharing all of my thoughts in my head with you right now but (laughs) okay so the first thing you said was like people in california they're already on that tip like they're already globally aware environmentally aware and honestly like um, so I'm from Georgia. So we, unless it was like on the news, like we, we live around like a lot of trees, we live in the forest. I mean, we have like a lot of landscapes and we see it, we're just like, oh, like we appreciate our trees. In Atlanta, like it's surrounded by trees. So we're just like, you know, take care of the environment, but we're not, we, I think consciously um, it's not in your face, you know, to, mm-hmm. it, it, like growing up, I didn't have like a direct um, like fight I was fighting as far as like, right. Or like um, I also um, went to school in Florida, so then there's flooding and hurricanes, and we weren't directly affected by that. But then when you get around the world and you see some things, you're like, okay, I see how this is affecting people. You know what I'm saying? Like the like hurricanes and like the flooding is eating up the land on the Florida coast. So it's like, you know, homes are like not going to be there in two years. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of just like like when you said that, it kind of like made me realize like, yeah, I didn't think about that till I got a little older. Um, that wasn't part of my childhood, but in, and it's also like getting on people's radars in a much higher. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think in a way it's like, I don't know which is worse, like to not know, like, like you growing up maybe didn't know as much, but I grew up and we kind of all did know, and we were all really worried about it, but that didn't, you know, it's like, and we all voted, like, I mean, I couldn't vote, but like, you know, the, my, the parents in the community generally really liberal and would like support environmentally conscious candidates, but I don't know which is worse, like not knowing or knowing and not like being Greta Thunberg like in the streets. Cause it is like, I get why she did, did that. She like didn't even go to school. She's like, what are you talking about? Like, we're not, we're not gonna have clean water. Like, this is crazy. We have to stop everything. And I get, I mean, I, I'm almost surprised that that didn't happen earlier from how much I did frankly, like know about it. It's, it's almost like not okay, you know? Yeah, I think this was like a really good opener. Um, you were, you were like, I understand like we're exchanging thoughts and like we're really just trying to understand like what's going on. But at the end of the day, it's about conversation and being progressive. Um, so again, and you, you're opening me up to like, okay, this is what's going on in California, and that's just a conversation to, to enlighten what I have going on up here. So yeah. that's it. That's all. Um, awesome. Thank you so much. And if you, um, you know, let us know what you're working on. Um, let our followers know where we can find you. Um, all of that. Okay. Well, my name's Rozzy and my, uh, all my socials are at this is Rozzy, R-O-Z-Z-I. 
And I actually have a new song coming out on Friday. I don't know when this is coming. I know. Congratulations. Uh, January 8th is when it comes out. Um, It's called Him for Tomorrow. And it's about like turning a new leaf. It's like for the new year. Um, You know, we have like, my hope is that 2021 will be slightly less of a disaster than 2020. So it's like trying to, it's like, you know, looking forward and letting go of baggage is the is the kind of theme of the song and yeah and thank you guys so much for having me you guys are so smart and cool i love this podcast so i can't wait to listen hey everyone thank you so much for coming to hang out with us today we really love having you here first please go follow and show some love to rosy she is amazing you can find her at this is rosy also her new single him for tomorrow is out now so if you haven't already i highly recommend you go buy it stream it listen to it Whatever you got to do, it is an amazing song and you won't regret it. Um, If you want to keep up with us and everything regarding the environment and the latest news, please feel free to follow our social media accounts. We are at Tiny Green Chat on Instagram and at Tiny Green Chats on everything else. Um, We have a new podcast episode coming out every single Thursday for Tiny Chat Thursdays. So please follow and subscribe for more content and to have more fun next week. I'll see you guys next time. (laughs) 